You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. And welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we extend a warm hello to all who are listening on WNDZ 7:50 a.m. here in Chicago, and all who are watching our live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. As we all know, one of the best things in Chicago is the change of season. But in December, that change of season can be dreaded by those who have no funds for or access to warm clothing. Each of Catholic Charities' regional offices has a clothing room in which donations are carefully sorted and organized by staff members and volunteers. With us today on The Voice of Charity is Sharon Tillman, who is Department Director for our Family Stabilization Services. And one of uh, Sharon's vast number of responsibilities is operating all of those clothing rooms. Uh, Sharon is with us today. She does a tremendous job, I should say, of leading a large team that assists people with a wide variety of short and long-term needs. And she has a wealth of experience, kindness, and empathy for everyone she deals with. And so we're so delighted to have her on the show today to talk to us about the current needs in our clothing rooms um, and the cold winter months ahead. Welcome, Sharon. So much. Absolutely honored to be here with you this morning, Katie. So delighted to have you here. Thank you so much for making the time to, for this important discussion. Uh, can you please give us an update, Sharon, on what the greatest needs are in our clothing rooms right now and how people in our audience can help? Well, Katie, um, our clothing rooms right now are most in need of winter gear, you know, new and uh, gently used coats and hats and scarves and gloves. So we need those donations. Um, in addition to that, you know, when COVID hit, all of our clothing rooms are, are manned by volunteers, strictly volunteer run. And uh, when COVID hit, we lost a lot of volunteers. Uh, those volunteers being afraid to come out, those volunteers uh, that had been our usual volunteers for a lot of reasons when I were no longer able to continue to come with us. So. Right now, what we're looking for is volunteers. We need folks to come in and help our clients with their clothing needs. Um, so right now, those are probably the two greatest needs that we have as far as clothing is concerned. We're not taking a lot of um, other clothing right now. Uh, see, the clothing room is kind of combined with the pantry kind of situation. And pantries, food has just, you know, the overwhelming need has just taken kind of taken precedence. We're just kind of getting back to where we will begin to 
have more clothing requests, you know, so everybody was on lockdown, everybody was shut in. So, you know, the clothing need wasn't the same. We could do the, you know, we could do a little better at the top, but if you check me at the bottom here, I might be very, very casual for you, you know? Uh, so the, the needs weren't the same, kids weren't in school and that kind of thing. But, you know, now the kids are back to school. We found ourselves this year beginning to have those requests for school uniforms, for school clothing, for, you know, the things to get people back in. So. Um, overall, we need to face this winter with good, warm clothes and have some folks to help us distribute that. And if anyone in our audience might think that they might have a few hours a week to share in terms of sorting and organizing the clothes in our clothing rooms, do you recommend that they contact their regional office or, or uh, what, would, what do you think is the best means for them to reach out uh, to Catholic Charities to offer their assistance? Oh, absolutely. They can contact the regional offices. They can contact our offices directly through 312-655-7700, or they can go on. We have a volunteer portal on the Catholic Charities website um, just to let us know. So, sounds great, uh, Sharon. And when people are in need of clothing, do they make appointments as part of their larger case management? Or can someone just come in off the streets knowing that there's a clothing room for Catholic Charities there, you know, and just come in and say, I need warm clothes right now? Like, how does that work? Oh, we absolutely just walk in and say, look, I I need some help. And on most of our clients, that's how we get them. Now, granted, there are case uh, case management situations where clients are also invited to get clothing. But for the most part, we have a, a robust number of homeless folks. We have moms who are trying to raise kids. We have, you know, folks who are just going back to church. We have folks who are, you know, just needing to have clothing to be just for everyday life and everyday clothing. But just simply walk in. Now, I'm going to tell you that things are a little bit different now before they were able to go down and kind of make their selections. But unfortunately, most of our clothing rooms are very, very small. And in order to keep our clients safe and, uh, you know, through this COVID, through this COVID uh, pandemic, uh, what we're doing is we're trying to make sure that um, our clients get their needs met, but they get their needs met. They don't necessarily have that same, you know, uh, sort of opportunity to do as much selection. So you walk in and we have a sheet that kind of gives you an opportunity to write down what your needs are and what your sizes are and what your preferences are. And then we have someone to go and feel that preference as opposed to, or for, feel that order, as opposed to you having the opportunity to do as much selection. These rooms are a little too small for, you know, the amounts of, of people that would be required to be safe in those rooms. Sharon, so, you know, uh, I've had- we're able to- Please go ahead. No, I'm just saying we're able to handle those, most of those needs if, you know, just you won't have as much benefit of selection. But I've had the great fortune of visiting several of your clothing rooms, and they're not just a clothing room. They are, they are beautifully right. organized shelves and racks by size um, and by uh, gender. They're beautifully organized, not only uh, by the size of clothes, but also by the type of clothes. And so I know that you set aside clothes that are of, of nicer caliber that someone might wear to a job interview. Can you talk a little bit about that? If you know clients who are uh, going to be... Uh, pursuing a new career, they can come to the clothing room and get a, a new suit or a new dress and, and really look their best as they're going to advocate for themselves, right? Right. You know, clothing is more than just that warmth to keep us out of the, keep us up through the elements, but clothes is that dignity. Clothes is that 
feeling good about getting ready to go on a job interview and knowing that you have something that fits you, that you can be proud of, that you look professional in. And in addition to that, you know, we are there to offer those clothes, offer just, we're offering clothing, but we're also offering hygiene products. And also in our clothing rooms, we have things like um, small appliances, because we have a lot of people who are, who had been homeless and are now getting maybe their first apartment or who had suffered you know, some fire or displacement and now need to have, um, you know, have to have appliances and, you know, pots and pans and, and plates and that kind of thing. So we've got all that kind of stuff in the clothing room. But, you know, previously we had what was called Mary's Closet. Now that was our, you know, that was our creme de la creme. That was the chance for us to be able to bring in people who are getting ready for work and give them kind of a boutique kind of service where they could sit down and they could try on their clothes and they could uh, also have alterations done and all those kind of wonderful things and then work through some of the, um, some of the job preparation now, unfortunately, through, uh, you know, some fiscal restraints, we've had to close down Mary's Closet in the sense that we're no longer able to, to offer those kind of boutique kind of services like the alterations and so on. But you can still get clothing. And if, if, you're, um, if you come in, then we absolutely set aside clothes that and- are for specifically for work. And what a blessing those clothing rooms are in the lives of so many people here in Chicago, Sharon. Um, We're going to take a quick break uh, here on The Voice of Charity. And when we continue, we're going to continue our conversation with Sharon Tillman, the Department Director of Catholic Charities Family Stabilization Services. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities, we fight hunger in Chicago throughout the year. Our six regional offices in Cook and Lake Counties work together to offer sit-down and to-go meals to anyone in need. We deliver meals to those who are homebound, and our eight food pantries offer three to four days of food supplies based on household size. Participants in these programs have the opportunity to learn about other Catholic Charity services that strengthen individuals, families, and their communities. The challenges for those dealing with food insecurity are especially great during the winter months. To learn how you can help those who are hungry in your neighborhood, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7525. That's 312-655-7525. Thank you for your generosity. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, Pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide 
Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. Ancestry and genealogy are more important every day. People all over the world are wanting to learn more about their family heritage for personal and for health reasons. At Catholic Charities, we are hearing from adults who lived for a brief time at St. Vincent's Orphanage, the wonderful life-affirming agency that operated out of our headquarters for 91 years, serving thousands of women, children, and families until it closed in 1972. Our post-adoption services help adults who want to learn more about their experience at St. Vincent's. Our compassionate staff members provide whatever family background information they can offer, along with support and reunion services. To learn more, call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. The spirit of St. Vincent's lives on in the inspiring stories that continue to emerge today. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and it's my great honor today to be here with Sharon Tillman, Catholic Charities De uh, Department Director of our Family Stabilization Services. Uh, Sharon is a tremendous leader and a wonderful role model to everyone across the agency for her longtime steadfast dedication to the mission of Catholic Charities. And before the break, Sharon, we were talking a little bit about um, how clients can access uh, both warm clothes and also job interview clothes. But I wonder if you could please share a few stories with us of clients and how the clothing rooms have been there for them in, in their time of need. Well, you know, I'd love to talk to you about that. You know, it's my favorite piece. So, uh, yeah, I was thinking about somebody pretty recently who came to us and we have a, a what we call SNAP. Uh, job placement program where we work with clients who are receiving our SNAP recipients and who are in need of job training and uh, to try to help them to get back to work. And we have one client in particular whose husband had just died and she'd been a homemaker for many, many years or housewife for many, many years and had not worked for like the last 10 years. Husband died, that was a source of income and she was really, really afraid of what was gonna happen next. Well, she called us and she got a hold of one of our wonderful workers. I can call her name because she's just that good, uh, Kendrea Baker. And Kendrea, I mean, Kendrea Atkins, I'm sorry. And Kendrea uh, talked to the lady and got her, actually did an um, uh, application with her for SNAP benefits. And then she enrolled in our SNAP job placement program. She got some training and she um, then applied for a job and she got the job actually. Kendra worked with her and did mock interviews and prepared her for the job. And she actually got the job and the job was a caregiver for Chicago Public Schools. Well, she they called her up and offered her the job and she was ready to turn the job down because she did not have what she needed. She needed a CNA uniform, believe it or not. And so uh, she finally, she was all down and she finally let you know, Miss um, Atkins know what it was that she needed. And it was a simple fix. It was a matter of us getting her an, uh, a uniform and now she's back to work and she's happy. And that's the kind of thing that really matters. Or, you know, it, it, over the years it made us feel good and made her feel good. And 
over the years, we've had so many stories of kids who, I remember a lady came to my office one time and the kid was like, what are you doing out of school this, this today? And the kid is like, you know, uh, and where are your shoes? And, and so the kid is like, well, you know, my mom couldn't find my shoes this morning, so I didn't go to school. The problem was that this is a mom who had six kids and they were living in a literally a one bedroom apartment. And so you can imagine how hard that is to try to keep up with things. And so this kid was literally out of school and, and not going to school because he didn't have shoes. Simple fix. We're able to take him over to the clothing room and get those shoes. And I'll tell you one last story that really impacted me. Um, when I first came to Catholic Charities many, many, many years ago, it was like maybe well, 23 years for me, right? That's amazing, Sharon. 23 yeah. years. What a blessing years. you've been to yes, this agency. And, and this man came. I had just come to Catholic Charities, and I was downtown in our downtown office. We used to be, like, over the garage. And this man came in, and he was, he was a homeless man, and he wanted socks. And, you know, because you would not believe how important it is to have socks when you're spending your life on your feet, going from place to place, and not having a place to settle. So he wanted socks. Socks and underwear, like, really, really important at all times. He asked for those socks and went back to get the socks. Well, when he sat down on my desk, it was just this putrid smell. It was, it was really, and you're just thinking, you know, it's difficult to try to have a bath and that kind of thing. And then when I brought him these socks, he immediately began to try to put on the socks. And when he put on the socks, unfortunately, I could, the smell just permeated throughout the whole room. And I looked at his feet, and this man's feet were really, honest to God, just had gone to gangrene, just literally just about to rot. And at that point, it was my thought was, this is really not about socks. This is about let's get you to the hospital. Let's get you some medical help and we can get you some socks as well. But it was through that medical help when we saw him again, he'd actually lost that foot. But the issue was he still had his life. And so that was an opportunity that, yeah, he came in thinking he just needs some socks and he's been working with this. But, it, but the opportunity to say that, as he said, you saved my life. And, and you know, was I expecting something like that? Absolutely not. I knew what I was getting into, and I knew I was going to be helping folks, but not like that. Those are such powerful yeah. stories, Sharon. And they also um, remind us all of how important it is for you and your team. Uh, you're, you're so experienced at what you do, and you're so empathetic, but you're also so savvy as to what else someone might need. Um, and you're also very knowledgeable about all the things Catholic Charities can do for someone. So to me, that this just makes you and everyone in family stabilization so valuable and important to the uh, mission of the agency and to the streets of Chicago that you know this agency very well and know the many ways we can assist someone if they need medical, you know, all types of assistance, really all types of assistance. And and, and on that note, if you'll please bear with us, we'll take another quick break and return to continue our conversation with Sharon Tillman. Please stay tuned. about year-end contributions, we at Catholic Charities thank you for considering a donation. 
100% of every donation goes directly to our charitable work. Every donation allows us to continue to offer programs and services that affirm, strengthen, and empower those we serve as they work toward becoming self-sufficient. We are financially independent from the Archdiocese of Chicago, and we are proud of our Platinum GuideStar rating as a nonprofit. For more than 100 years, Catholic Charities has been helping homeless, hungry, and troubled neighbors in Cook and Lake counties. We would be honored to have your support in our 2021 year-end appeal. Visit catholiccharities.net to donate or call 312-948-6087. The number again is 312-948-6087. Thank you for being partners with us in the mission of Catholic Charities. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, Catholic Charities has continued to respond to the needs of people who come to us for assistance. More than 850,000 meals and food parcels have been offered to those who are struggling with food insecurity. Over 108,000 homelessness prevention hotline calls have been answered. Over 22,000 people have received mental health services and $2 million in financial assistance has been provided to keep people housed. If you or someone you know needs assistance, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. back to the Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and I'm so grateful today to have this opportunity to speak with Sharon Tillman, who is Catholic Charities Department Director of Family Stabilization Services. Um, Sharon, can you share with us a little bit about how the pandemic has affected your service area in terms of the number of people served and how you provide assistance to clients? Okay, well, the mission of Family Stabilization Services is really to provide for those folks to address those, those basic human needs of people who have been in crisis or are currently in crisis. And what we try to do is stabilize the situation and help them to get to self-sufficiency. Now that has changed tremendously in the middle of COVID because first of all, who knew COVID was coming and when COVID came and, and everything changed. So people lost their jobs. A lot of our clients, of course, were in industries that you know had to close because of the pandemic. And, and then there were other folks who had been on their jobs and, and a lot of different jobs that actually lost their jobs and as a result uh, began to uh, lose their stability in their homes and that kind of thing. So what we do in Family Stave is that we offer uh, financial assistance for help with rent and 
transportation, utilities, and that kind of thing. We also offer the food and the clothing. Now, the food, of course, having um, during this pandemic, and especially initially, had just gone up. We were serving almost 100% more people. And it still remains very, very high to this day uh, uh, compared to pre-pandemic times. In addition to that, we also served, we also had an increase in what, what happened with clothing was again, clothing, some of the clothing requests kind of went down because there was as much, not as much need there, but they're going back up again. And it also, the pandemic has, has um, in a lot of ways, honestly, uh, we've been trying to figure out and how do we have that personal service that we're talking about and not having as much time to be able to give that. So we have tried to find ways to be able to engage our clients and let our clients know about all these other services. Because when you're coming for food, there's probably more than the food issue. Or you're coming for clothes, there's probably more than the clothes issue. So we want to maintain that personalized service and be able to do it quickly and safely. So we had to do a lot of things, adjustments in the clothing room where we they might not be able to make the selections, but they can, of course, you know, we can go and make those selections for them. Adjustments in the pantry where they were able to make their own choices, because that's important to us, the dignity of that and the empowering piece of that, but having to try to get it done and get it quickly and do it, uh, you know, safely. So we've had to do a lot of program adjustment because of this pandemic, you know, and things are just kind of coming back and then you get these scares of, what is it, Omicron right. or whatever it is, right. and, and all these kind of scares. So it's like a, it's always kind of an adjustment in the middle of this pandemic, always trying to make sure that it works and that we have the things that we need and that we maintain uh, you know, the same level of service. And sometimes the pandemic doesn't allow us to be able to spend as much time with clients as we would like to. We try to get information out, of course, and be able to help those. But we that that one-on-one -on -one is missed it's kind of like that thing that happens when you go to mass you know don't go to mass and you're no longer able to do that hug the same way and have that community the same way so we've had to try to adjust to you've done a phenomenal job of pivoting and pivoting and adjusting and adjusting truly you and your team have been amazing throughout this whole time sharon um in the short time we have left you know we you mentioned earlier in the show you've been catholic with kathy charities 23 years which is astounding it's so <laughs> remarkable um can you share with us what, what makes Catholic Charities so special in your own heart and mind? And may I also ask if your faith plays a role in your career a choice? And I uh, just would love to hear your perspective on that. Sure, very quickly. Um, you know, Catholic Charities gave me an opportunity. I have been out here a long time. And Catholic Charities gave me an opportunity to kind of work out and walk out my faith. You know, when we say the body of Christ, gave me an opportunity to actually be the body of Christ, to be the hands and be the feet. And, you know, and as we read scripture, we look at what the apostles did and the acts that they, that they carried out. And it gives me a chance to not, you know, we read what they do, but I want to be one of those folks that do what they did. And so it's an opportunity to be able to do that, to carry out my own faith with, you know, the tenements of Catholic social teaching and make sure that we're giving dignified service, that we're showing options for, you know, the poor, that, you know, that we are being there and being, again, that that hand of Christ and presenting that, that avenue of community and dignity, because that's, you know, we don't always have everything that everybody needs or wants, but what we need to make sure is that there is that uh, hope being presented, that dignity of service and an opportunity for hope for our clients. Just real quick, one of my clients told me one time, he says, he's a regular client that came in. He says, do you? I, I said, oh, hi, Mr. Tony, how you doing? Are they taking care of you? He said, oh yeah, they, they hope me a lot. And that's an old African-American client and hope is past tense for help. 
instead of helping, you're helping someone. I love that. Help is hope. That is so beautifully said. I couldn't, you've articulated the mission of our agency and your service area in a tremendously beautiful way, Sharon. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And for, as I said before, being a great role model to us all throughout the agency. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Thank you for having me. I also just wanted to share with everybody, if you'd like to contribute to our year-end appeal and support Sharon's service area and all our service areas, please go to catholiccharities.net to learn more. This is Katie Breedeman, and we thank you so much for joining the Voice of Charity today. We invite you back again next week. And in the meantime, as I said, thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities.